0: It's Tina Anderson with BattlegroundFitness.com and my monthly podcast, Get Fit, Stay Healthy. And this is show number 43 and the second part of my holiday survival. And again, it's ironic, isn't it, that we, at this wonderful time of the year, feel like we have to survive what is supposed to be fun and joyous. But, you know, the stress does get to us and it's just part of it. But not this year. If you've subscribed or listened to the previous one, I talked more about the kind of social-emotional aspects of it. This one is really more about the food and exercise. So let's tackle it and make sure that you get through the rest of the month uh, feeling really strong and full of joy and in the moment, in the season. That's what we need to do this time of the year and beyond. Here we go. Rule number one, what you eat matters the most. What you eat matters the most. What you eat every single day moves you closer or further away from your goal or maintenance. Don't make excuses, don't rationalize, don't minimize. You have to be in control on a consistent basis, including with your cheat meals, in order to maintain, cut body fat or add lean body mass. During this time of the year especially, you can't get around this. What you eat matters the most, period done. End of story. Nada mas. Am I being clear enough? Figure out how many calories or break down the nutrients of what you need to keep your goals on track. Include a cheat meal once a week or after at least two straight weeks of strict nutritional control and stay the course until you hit a plateau and then change things up. Again, rule number one, what you eat matters the most. What you put in your mouth makes the biggest difference. Okay? Can't get around it, guys. 80% is nutrition. Rule number one, to survive the holidays, watch what you're eating on a consistent basis. Rule number two, how you move matters a lot. Combine resistance work with intense intervals and endurance training. Throw in a yoga or a Pilates class to balance things out and keep movement interesting to you. So you do it. You'll burn more calories with lean body mass, and your body absolutely requires resistance work to stay strong and healthy. And, I just said it, you'll burn more calories with muscle. HIT burns more calories in a short period of time. That's high-intensity interval training, and it's been proven to help cut belly fat. Endurance training gives you a little more Meditative space and is fabulous as a foundation for everything else. Bottom line though, some weight training, some resistance work, some interval work, maybe some basic, you know, endurance work. You got to move and you got to move at least five to six times a week, preferably 45 minutes to an hour. If you can get in 15 minutes, get in 15 minutes. Don't skip it, but do high intensity training for 15 minutes. Do not skip. Your workout, even if you don't have much time. Try for more, make it up on another day. But rule number two how you move matters a lot, especially during the holidays if you overeat. You can burn some of it off. You can't usually burn all of it off, but you can burn some of it off, okay? It matters a lot. Rule number three rules number one and two are more critical during the holidays. Less treats, less carbs, along with more movement if you're attending parties and gatherings and don't tell me you don't have time i have clients doing their p90x workouts at 11:30 p.m. at 5:30 a.m. during lunch do what it takes what you eat and how you move during the holidays will keep your body the way you want it or it will result in more work and more effort come january 1st you're in charge so i know this seems redundant but i really am trying to get this through to you during the holidays You have to be super vigilant about what you put in your mouth and how you move your body. And I'm saying to you, resistance work and HIIT training, high-intensity interval training, those are the two things I would try to do the most. And if you're stressed, throw in some yoga and Pilates. So yes, if you can only walk, walk. If that's all you can do, fine. It makes a difference. And it matters more during the holidays. Get it in. I don't want to hear your excuses. So when you're giving yourself an excuse, I want you to hear me talking to you right now. You ready? I'm kind of knocking you up the the head. I don't care. Get it done. Do it anyway. Find a way. Do it. Get it done. Eat less. Don't put that in your mouth. Pick something else. Okay? That's your ticker tape. I want you to hear me when you need to. Rule number four, plan ahead. Schedule in low calorie or extra workout days if you know You're going to overeat. I'm one of those, oh, I'm going to go to the party. I'm going to be fine. I'm all ready to go. You know what? Depending on what happens and how many glasses of wine I enjoy, there's a good chance I might break down. I have to plan ahead. So I'm going to eat less that day or I'm going to do a double workout the next day. Now, if I keep doing that with the eating over and over again, I can't keep doing double workouts, but I've got to plan ahead. If I look at my month and I have four parties and one of them is going to be tough, I just know it. The other three are work related where I can stay away from the food and just focus on talking to people, whatever. I can plan ahead. Plan ahead. Another way to work it would be to basically do a protein and veggies day on Monday and Wednesday and then pick a party to indulge and have a good time. Listen, I am not neurotic. I like to have a good time. I like to indulge, and I do. I, I think I'm a fun person at parties. People look at me and probably judge me and, oh, she's a trainer or whatever. I, I have just as much fun as everybody else. I'm not a killjoy. But I have to plan around it. I have to prepare for it. I have to deal with the consequences if I don't. And that's what I'm trying to help you with. These are some of the strategies. So yes, during the week, do veggies and lean protein only, pretty much a couple days of the week. And then enjoy yourself on the weekend. Wear a tight-fitting outfit uh, if you're going to go to a party where you don't want to eat. Plan ahead. Plan some clothes that you know you feel good in but are snug. And they remind you when you've overeaten, right? You know what I'm talking about? A belt that you can't loosen or something like that. You've heard this before. Eat something before the party or drink a bottle of water when you first get there. A small one to sort of fill you up and you probably will at least not eat as much in the beginning. And maybe it'll help you for the whole party. Number five, don't eat the unknown. Guessing at that muffin or the bar on the plate, grabbing a handful of this and that and forgetting to add in the calories taking bites and tastes from your friend or spouse. You have entered into the unknown calorie trap. I've done it, and then I'll look something up later, the calories, and I just about pass out. Seriously? Oh, my goodness. So, sure, grab a yummy homemade cookie or two, but estimate the calories super high. Keep track the best you can of what you've eaten during the day, but not everything. I don't worry too much about fruit, if you have two servings maybe or three at the most. I don't worry at all about veggies, unless they're cooked in butter. So I don't even care about keeping track of my veggies or my greens. I don't worry about that. So that's, that's two things really not to worry about too much. But I worry all over the place, like a Jewish mom, and I can say that because I have an adopted sort of Jewish mom. He's called my dad. I worry like one, if you don't keep track of treats and casseroles, cookies, pastas, anything gooey and filled with carbs or fat. You will lose track or you won't calculate the calories correctly, and most likely you'll be in excess at the end of the day. Now, not bad for one day, but what if it happens over and over and over again? Guessing doesn't work. So if you get a box of treats or a bag, check the label. Lovely homemade stuff, be careful. Stay with what you know as much as possible. Stay out of the unknown as much as possible. Rule number six. Related to this, give it away or throw it out. The candy, the treats, and anything else that you will devour within 24 hours, yeah, give it away or throw it out. If you're in the I can have just one club, good for you. I really don't want to hear about it. I'm not in that club. Most people I know are not in that club. Well, there's a few, but I simply can't have a bin of chocolate fudge sitting on my kitchen counter. I've tried repeatedly. Ah, oh, Yeah, I keep saying this time, uh, I'll do it. It hasn't happened. I'm just not wired that way. And, you know, it's all about being real and honest with my podcast. I used to have a really hard time throwing things out. Uh, you know, my Jewish mom, dad, yeah. But you can, uh, and hey, don't get upset. He puts the guilt trip on me. Starving people, the whole thing, clean your plate. That's what I'm saying. I love him, but you know what I mean. Okay, so... Uh, Where was I? (laughs) Uh, So, you can accept something and still throw it out without feeling guilty. I had a hard time with that. You can take what's been given to you, right, and accept it with the gratitude and appreciate the love that comes with it. That's the important part. And you can toss it without guilt, especially if it's sugar, because that's not really food. That's sugar. That's, you know, listen, throwing away broccoli or asparagus or fresh organic spinach. Oh my God, don't do it. But the rest of the stuff, it's really not food anyway. It's like French fries. Someone once said to me, I can toss French fries because it's not really good food. So I'm throwing away garbage anyway. Mmm, light bulb moment. All right. Uh, Or if you do throw it in the garbage and you're one of those, are you ready? Listen, if you're a compulsive eater, then you could be a trash digger. Oh, come on. You open up the trash, you try to find it, you make sure nothing's touched it, and you pull it out of the trash. Don't roll your eyes at me. If you've never done that and you think it's disgusting, people do it and it's part of their issue, especially compulsive eaters. It is what it is. Please don't judge that. But it does happen. So pour water on it, pour it down the drain, disposal, put salt all over it, do something. Okay? It really it really is okay. Desperate measures are sometimes necessary. Remember for some of you, a food trance. Of overeating starts a bad pattern that can last for days days become weeks and the next thing you know you've gained five pounds or more all right give it away or throw it out and rule number seven are you ready this is good it starts between your ears before it gets to your mouth your thoughts and perceptions turn into actions and a reality even if they weren't before the, I look so fat, turns into, I am so fat, when, indeed, it could be a bad mirror moment, a B-M-M. I've had those. And then later on, you realize, oh my gosh, I just had a bunch of food and felt bad, and it really wasn't true at all. It starts between your ears before it gets to your mouth. The holidays are distracting, and also a time to renew old friendships or see relatives, ones that might trigger you. Are you a comparison person? Look how good she looks. Oh, I wish I looked that good. You are where you are right now, and this is where you are meant to be for whatever reason, but certainly mainly due to your decisions. Berating yourself, comparing yourself, and anything else negative will not help you survive the holidays without weight gain or feeling frazzled and stressed out. The holidays represent a time of rebirth and renewal, a time to Appreciate our blessings and a time to focus on gratitude and thankfulness. Shine from the inside. As my friend Susie says, let your greatness show. This is one holiday season in which you can celebrate no matter where you are with your health and fitness goals, but at the same time, be in more control. Be in control over the outcome. When January 1 rolls around. Your thoughts during the season will help you survive and thrive. I can't do that for you. Your loved ones cannot do that for you, but you can get up every morning and decide what type of messages you will send to your brain and how your ticker tape will read. I want this time of the year to be thoughtful, joyous, meaningful, fun, decadent at times, and rejuvenating. I want you to start 2012 with the eight ball in the pocket, with the winning hand, with the Body you had or want with optimism and love, what you eat, how you move, and how you think will make that happen for you. Be careful with your thoughts. Don't let the holidays pull you in the wrong direction. Don't make comparisons. Don't look back and go, oh my gosh. Look ahead. Be positive. You are where you are right now, but you can make changes. You can make them right this minute. And I want you to start 2012. On a good note, I don't want you to indulge and go crazy for the next 30, 40 days or whatever whenever you're listening to this and get to mid-January and go, oh my gosh, I don't want you to have an excuse right now to overeat and then try to start January 1. I want you to look at it right now as a renewal, right now. So what's up for January? Best of food and exercises. Eat this, do this, bam, done basic easy lists for you to use. Until then, make good choices, set appropriate boundaries, spread some good vibrations in the world, especially now we need it, find something to laugh about every day, and please, you know, I'm begging you, please, manage your stress before it manages you. This is Tina Anderson with Battleground Fitness and Get Fit, Stay Healthy, asking you to do the same. Merry Christmas, if you celebrate it. Happy New Year early. Whatever you celebrate, I'm sending you love and blessings. Connect with me on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube, TinaAndersonOC.com. Let's connect. I want to hear from you. I want to talk to you. I want to know what's going on with you, okay? All right, take care, guys, and we'll talk again in January.